97X, The Future of Rock and Roll with the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Fight Like a Brave. Blur before that was Song 2. And Manchester's own Stone Roses with I Want to Be Adored. Uh, this Sunday at noon, if you want to be jamming, tune in to our reggae master, Tina Christina, with Dreadlocks featuring Bob Marley. Bob Marley and probably some more Bob Marley. That's uh, this Sunday at noon here Day. at 97X. Day. Future, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it's almost noon, and I'd love yeah. to hear Bob Marley, Bob Marley, and Bob Marley. Yeah. But we're actually not on 97X anymore. Um, the station went off the air, actually went off the internet as well a few years later. And you and I just do a podcast about those good old days. It's 97X rumblings from the big bush. Usually we're in my basement, the party dungeon, mm-hmm. but due to COVID, we are socially distant or distance mm-hmm. socially. And so you're in your palatial estate. I'm still in the party dungeon. But the good news is we do have Tina Christina here. Tina Christina, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for uh, inviting me. I mean, I, I am on the island listening to my reggae. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be giving away some Ziggy Marley CDs later on your island? Yes. <laughs> All day long. It's, it's Bob Marley and Ziggy <laughs> the whole entire time. Now, Tina, you were, I think you and Gentleman Jim Mercer probably were like the, the ultimate weekend warriors. So you, you worked weekend shifts for a long, long time. How many years were you at 97X? Oh, my goodness. I think I was there probably 10 years, um, but did the overnights um, and then middays. And then did weekends, or or was it the weekends and then overnights and then middays? I can't even remember. <laughs> wow. Okay. And what brought you to Cincinnati? We, we we sense a strong New York accent there. So what brought you to Oxford? Well, I uh, at the time my um, boyfriend and then became fiance so the ring did it and uh and then we uh his family was originally from new york and then they moved out to cincinnati and so after college um moved out to cincinnati and um and then uh phil manning was the one who uh um listened to my uh, tape and got me up to 97x had you been in radio before that before that, I was. I was at a station uh, in Saratoga, New York, and actually then did a station in uh, the Catskills. Um, you know, top 40. Um, I'm trying to think top 40 in the 90s. I can't even remember any of those tunes. But I remember reggae, but I don't remember any of the tunes <laughs> in the 90s at all. But top 40, and then, yeah, and then just hit, head over to 97X and was there for the longest time. But your your first gig at 97X was a full-time one or weekends? No. Well, yeah, did I do? Uh, I was doing overnights. Um, yeah, I was doing overnights. And, um, well, I did part-time because I was getting married and I knew I had to take a lot of time off because I was getting married in New York. So um, I, I did the part-time and then went to overnights. Wow. So the three of us share that in common. We were all cave dwellers for a while. And that's always yes. a, a special shift because you get to play tunes for six hours and you get to take out the trash to the dumpster. Was that part of your gig? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I 
Oh, come on. I mean, it is so funny because I laugh at that stuff and, and, uh, but I, I would never trade any of that for, uh, for anything. I mean, it was just, it was the best. I, I laugh so hard at just, um, you know, all the memories of even just like working nights and, and Rick Tile coming in first before Dave would get there. You know, and there were some nights my dog would be with me because I worked overnights and I was afraid. <laughs> like, so my dog would always start barking at him. You know? <laughs> now, do you have any certain favorite memories you have of your uh, length of time there? Oh my goodness, there's there's a bunch of them. Um, you know, I, I will always remember. And Dave, I'm glad you're. I'm talking to you because I always remember my first doing my first stage announcement. Um, at Bogarts, and I made you come on the stage with me because I was so freaking scared. I was just like, I mean, like, how big is Bogarts? I mean, how many people? There were 500 that could yeah. be in Bogarts. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because I have now, since then, have had to do, you know, stage announcements. You know, I, there was a big, um, I, I went from alternative to country, which is crazy. Um, and then <laughs> there was like a big, um, big three-day festival somewhere out in Ohio. And I, and I remember, you know, there there's like, you know, 20,000 people. And I walked on stage to do stage announcements. And I'm, I'm remembering the 500 that I was scared of. <laughs> Dave, come with me. Come with me. Dave, you got to come with me. <laughs> do you remember the Bogarts band that you uh, first introduced? No, what do you? <laughs> no, no, I don't either. I, don't, I do remember going out on stage with you, but I don't remember the band. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, I, I don't remember that. Now, you know what's also funny is that um, I remember the first band to interview was Dave Matthews, and I made you come in the studio with me too. <laughs> Dave, hold my hand. <laughs> Dave's Dave's like your safety net. <laughs> He's like, he's your security dog, right? Your, your, your comfort animal. Yeah. <laughs> I love and it. He was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. So yeah, there are so many. Oh my goodness. I, um, so was it on Sundays we used to run church? Yes. That, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I remember either I either was doing an overnight and I had to stay on for that service or for some odd reason, um, you know, you came in really early and I remember putting my head down and I fell asleep. <laughs> and and when I woke up, it was happens where church was, you know, the bow your head in silence. And I thought we were off the air. <laughs> I remember freaking out. <laughs> so much you should have just gone right into a ministry song right then i know i know i know oh, it was so funny because we always i was always told make sure you had um like songs you know queued up and ready to go just in case something happened you know but i did it was just so funny can you imagine if church was you know and i really thought church was done or, or something happened and I just went into you know one of those songs and I'm like oh my goodness I can only imagine what um Dave would have said <laughs> you know what you should have just done a double shot of 97 extra edition with Rictile it would have been fine oh, yeah. <laughs> the hard-hitting academy award-winning 
news program. He was the Buckeye News Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's so many memories. I mean, just so much fun. I, I, I mean, I just think of I, even even like going through crates and seeing 97X stickers and T-shirts and, and uh, matches. I mean, and the mug. I mean, I have so many mugs. <laughs> send some our way. You know, throw them in some bubble wrap and send them our way. They have to. I will. Um, they have to have a band logo on them because Doug Baylog never ever did, you know, just a '97 X one, or very rarely did. It was always like, okay, well, if the record label pays for it, we'll put the band logo on one side and the '97 X logo on the other. Yeah, yeah. None of them are just '97 X. There's, there's not. They all. Do you have the Cocteau Twins one? Cocteau Twins. I had coffee out of. <laughs> I've got that one. I have that one. I was like, oh my goodness. Remember when we used to do those auctions? Oh my goodness. I have, um, I remember bidding on, uh, and listen, I, I remember bidding on it and I got it for $10. So um, it was, <laughs> it was a cake. Um, they did like, you know, little scratch like art and stuff like that. And, uh, and they autographed it. It's framed and it's up on a wall in my house. I mean, I'm like, Oh, it should be. I remember, yeah, I was like, I have that, but everything else is in a crate, which is, uh, except for the mug. You know, that uh, that sketch, that little scribble from the members of Cake autographed, has gone up in value, much like the Franklin Mint plates that you can get. Yeah. <laughs> That's your retirement fund right there, Tina Christina. You can take oh, that to the I bank. Know. And uh, and I do remember you were one of the ones that that stayed in radio for a while. So you moved what? Tell us after ninety seven X. You were in country station in Ohio for a while, and then, then you got to Winnebago and drove back east. Yeah, I uh, I, I stayed in Cincinnati until um, oh geez two thousand and um, seven. And then, and then went back east and uh, actually did a station, a country station. Uh, country seems to stick with me. Um, a country station in New Jersey, in South Jersey. And then went to upstate New York to the Albany area. And in another country station, was doing mornings um, for like six years. And left there to go across the street to the competitor that which was another country station. <laughs> and then, uh, um, but I did actually finally get back into alternative um, through one of their sister stations and, and actually did rock too. So, and I'm still in it, which, um, you know, it's so funny because I didn't think I would be. I'm actually heading back to New Jersey um, and going to do just weekends uh, for a station down in New Jersey. Wow. So you, I mean, that's 30 plus years that you've been on, on the air. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now, do you still go by Tina Christina and all those country stations? Does that, a, is that a good country uh, air name? No, I'm actually somebody else, which is so funny. Um, because when I left, when I left 97 X and was in Cincinnati, um who was i uh i i can't even remember i went to a, a 96 
the five, 96.5 The Star. And um, I think because they were, I was doing that and I was also doing part-time. That's when I was still on the weekends with 97X. And they said, okay, you need to have a different name because, uh, I don't know, maybe they didn't want, con- I don't know, country and alternative. I, don't, I have no idea. But I, I changed to Dana, Dana Race. And it was a friend of mine. That was her name. And I'm like, that's a great radio name. (laughs) So, so I have been, that has stuck with me. So for the last, um, yeah, almost the last 10 years I've been, uh, I've been Dana race actually more than that, because that was like 2004. And then I left radio for just a little bit and then, uh, and then went back in as Dana race. Now, do you have to pay Dana royalties for using her name? No. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I, I told her I told her when that sketch of uh, the cake sketch goes up in value, I'll give her some money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well played. Now, a, a lot of these, I'm guessing beforehand and afterhand, bigger stations probably, you know, and, and more corporate. Talk a little bit about the vibe at 97X compared to those other stations. Yeah, it, it's funny because the 97X was definitely a very laid back, um, you know, it was just kind of very family and it, it was like your, your, your cousins, not close, not like, you know, your brothers and sisters, I'm going to say cousins, <laughs> and then, uh, because that's how it seemed to be, you know, everybody got along really well, it was very laid back, it was so much fun. And then um, when you went corporate, um, it, it's it's all suits and ties. Did any of our salespeople wear suits and ties? Chris wear a suit? No, he always wore a tie. He always wore the tie and it was flipped over his shoulder. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he wasn't eating Skyline Chili, he'd flip the tie over the shoulder. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so corporate is is definitely um is all suits and tie very very serious um it was it was hard especially working when i went to work mornings and and mornings you're just joking around and having a lot of fun and the minute you walk out the studio you know it, you're just like you got to go straight faced and you're just like oh my god and that so was not 97x at all i mean come on i brought my dog into the studio (laughs) 97x i remember driving up um what is it highway 27 was that it yes yes was that the highway yeah and i remember finding a dog on the side of the highway uh he was just roaming around and i didn't want it to get hit and i stopped i picked it up and brought it to the station and then, and then we called the owners. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, so there's no way I could have done that at a corporate. There's absolutely, um, you know, no way whatsoever. But I will say the, the station in New Jersey, and it was South Jersey at the beach. Um, everybody wore flip flops and shorts, even the salespeople. You know, so I, that was the only one corporate that was very laid back and i have to i'm gonna say the beach had a lot to do with that nice so we had our own little beach up there in oxford ohio yeah (laughs) oh we we sure did you know it's funny because um every once in a while uh 
I don't know, whatever brings up this memory. So there must have been like we had a maybe a party patio kind of picnic um, on the side, you know, where the grass is and a little, little patio. And we had some tents up and my sister and brother-in-law came in town to visit and they came up and um, we were outside there having that picnic. And I don't know if it was like a windy day or a big gust of wind picked up one of those tents and my brother-in-law was running away and the tent was chasing him like because of the wind <laughs> we talk about that i i think i, I think once a month because we laugh so hard you know about that whole he's just like i think because they were so shocked about you know just the picnic and just how laid back and how you know, I think we we might have been drinking. I don't know. <laughs> you know? And, we and were drinking. Expecting yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is radio. You know, this is how it is. But we talk about that and just I'm like, that's how it was up there. We were so laid back and um, it was a lot of fun. And then your brother-in-law oh, came back after being chased by the runaway tent, the windy tent. And he took a step back into the big bush. He was swallowed up and he was never heard from again. And that is it. Now, um, my my sister says thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this party of patio moments brought to you by Bud Light and Dickerson Distributing Company. <laughs> Everything is underwritten. Everything is sponsored. Not a single thing gets past Doug Baylog. By gosh, he's going to sell the heck out of it. Not at all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, Tina, we know that you um, you have a, a you're at your son's baseball game right now. You're calling from your car, and we had some technical difficulties, but we appreciate you taking time out. I have seen a couple pictures of your family on Facebook, and I feel like you've got a couple mini me daughters, don't you? I mean, they, I feel like they look just like you. Yeah, my my oldest, who um, she's going to be 24 next month. Uh, yeah, she is a. She is a mini me, and actually, she was in the ninety seven X. What we used to put out a newsletter. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yep. So she was in one of those newsletters, um, and and I was just uh, memories came up of um, my daughter and uh, Kathy's daughter uh, being there uh, in the hallways and so and running around. It was just kind of so. It's funny to even see that, you know, in the late 90s to see the kids uh, running around the halls of uh, 97X. So I have her and then I have another daughter who is 21. Um, she she definitely uh, she resembles me, too. And then my son, who just turned 15 yesterday, and then I have a 13 uh, year old daughter who. I found out this morning she's definitely um, has the Italian temper because <laughs> 6 a.m. was not agreeing with her. <laughs> now, are any of your kids uh, interested or done radio? No, um, I have had them on the air with me here in New York. It's funny, though, my the 21 year old is down in uh, Orlando and goes to full sales. And uh, she wanted to go for uh, videography. And she called me up the other day and she says, I want to, she goes, I'm really liking this broadcasting. And I said to her, and I'm thinking she's talking radio broadcasting. And I, and I said to her, I'm like, well, you know, I really don't think you should go into radio. You know, <laughs> times have changed. 
you know, and I'm, I'm really just saying, I don't think that maybe you should stick with the uh, videography. And she goes, oh, no, she goes, I was talking about television broadcasting and, and being behind the camera. I'm like, oh, you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God it's not radio. I mean, learn from your mom's mistakes. <laughs> I know. That's exactly it. I'm like, please, don't. Like, no way. Go television, yes. <laughs> like, radio, no. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, Tina, it's been great catching up with you, and we thank you for joining us. I hope your son uh, hit two home runs for you, or he hit a little dribbler, and then it got past everybody, and he circled the bases, and that counts as a home run as well. You know, it's so funny. It's good timing because it it actually just ended, and it ended in a tie. Oh. There's no ties. There's no crying in baseball, and there's no ties in baseball. Yeah, and it's fall and and, uh, they, and COVID, and they don't care. Yeah, yeah, understood. All right, well, Tina, Christine, it's been great catching up with you, and we look forward to hearing Dana Race on Continuous Country Favorites, Country 102. That sounds good to me. <laughs> 97X. Um, there had been abuse in my family, uh, but it was mostly musical in nature. Uh, my father used to lock me away in a room with nothing but the uh, Percy Faith recording of Bim Bam Bomb. Rumblings from the Big Bush.